we were going to start off this podcast ranting about renting cars. Renting cars, specifically. Now, I've dealt with Enterprise once before, mm-hmm. and that's who we're going with to go to Florida. Right? Right. It's kind of decided. I don't, I don't really care if we switch last I, minute. But I kind of want to. Their prices are fair, right. and it's not the competitor. Although I... Hurts? Not hurts. It's... Uh, I don't even know who rents cars, really. Car rental place. It's kind of on a corner by the warehouse. There's a lot of car, like a there's, lot. there's a lot of really small names, yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's a fairly big name. Maybe I'll give them a... I'll try to figure it out as I'm talking. Anyways, the good experience I had with Enterprise was when I was 21. I had my Chevy Optra and something went wrong. And Brian Cullen, as annoying as they are now, they are unbelievably annoying and relentless, even though I don't have a Chevy anymore. They still call me saying that scheduled maintenance is due. Like, it probably is. Not my problem. And I tell them not to call. Yeah. But they still continuously call. Now, when I went to Brian Cullen, like, I need a car. I was doing baby photos at that point. So, like, we'll get you set up with one. I was under 25. It didn't cost me anything. But they got me a car from Enterprise, just as a courtesy thing. Hmm. Brian Cullen is extremely expensive in their service, as are most dealerships. So, I think it's just something they offer. But yeah, that was good. The next car rental place, which if I go car rental, St. Paul Street. I guess you're going to have to look through several options of... St. Catharines. Budget rental. car rental. Budget car, okay. Okay. Orange and blue. That's that's their coloring. Of the cars or the branding? The brand. Okay. So that'd be a really odd selection of yes. colors. We rent a car to go to PEI. Right, the wedding, it was neat. I didn't want to put the kilometers on the car. Uh, Keila didn't have a car at that point, and Justin was Justin. He had a car, but God forbid we drive you don't in that. Want to drive we that made car. It maybe, maybe to Toronto. Yeah. So we decided to rent a car. The bride and groom pay for it. It's fine. We're on a schedule. Obviously, we have to. We have a lot of ground to cover. The first day was Ontario to New Brunswick or something like that. It was New Brunswick. We get to the car rental place, our car isn't there. Mm-hmm. Because they rented it. I understand that they rented it. It's kind of like those that timeline where, uh, crap, the people are late giving bringing it back, which sucks. I've, I've been warned about such a thing. Oh, I know. That's why getting it on noon a day ahead for Florida is good, because even if it takes Tila two hours to get it sorted out, at least we're not waiting. Yes. Right? No, we don't want to do it in the morning or something. We can't. We can't. It's closed in the morning. Yeah. So we're waiting there. As we're waiting, there are multiple people come in with problems. They're all backed up. So it's like these people, like airplane tickets, they they overbook. They double booked. They double booking a rental car is a lot worse than double booking a seat. I guess theoretically, if you're paying when you come, they must get a reasonably high percentage of people that just don't show up. Yeah, I guess. Because Enterprise gives me the option to pay when I come, which, depending on how Tila's, you know, work life works out, I may have to, at least, I don't know how we're going to do that. She needs to, because she's the one that's getting it on Saturday. Yep. Figure it out. Um, you're finally like, okay, we'll send the exact same car that you wanted from Niagara Falls. Like, well, if it was going to be in Niagara Falls, could have told us. We could have been in Niagara Falls. 
So just a hassle. It comes, it's dirty, he has to clean it out. Then, credit card. He can't accept my credit card. Why can't he accept your credit card? Because he didn't have... What was it? He didn't have a a um a swipe it was only a tap it was contactless and i didn't have tap to rent a car for more than a couple days that's going to be over a hundred dollars and tap doesn't work for increments over a hundred dollars in most situations yeah i don't know how so how would you rent your car with tap how can anybody do that i don't know (laughs) maybe i had it the other way around he just had a strip and you had to Maybe my strip didn't work. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a you problem now. That does sound like a me problem. <laughs> tone of this entirely. Oh, it does. Um, what did we have to do? Anyways, there's that. He wouldn't take prepaid MasterCard, obviously. And then there was an insurance thing. Like it, was, it was just a... I, I would think that it would be nice, especially if you're pre-planning. You drive to the place. Enterprise has great commercials where you just drive up and take your car or sign a, sign a form, walk around the car saying, hey, this is good. You can get a U-Haul about that fast. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess the car was great and it was no problem returning it. We didn't have any problems. Great on gas. Yeah, uh, Volkswagen Jetta was yeah. rented, yeah. Saved saved a bit of money on gas. So mm-hmm. we, we all, I mean, I was happy about that because I was doing the books as we were going because I knew what we had budgeted for hotels and gas and food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it was good to have a little bit more wiggle room there. But the, the most disappointing part, okay, the credit card was my fault, you could argue. Um, it's The two-hour wait time, that's the main problem. Because if we're leaving at, I forget what time we were leaving at, we had it scheduled so we would avoid traffic in Toronto and in Quebec. He pushes back two hours, we still miss the, the traffic in Toronto. But we hit Quebec. We mm-hmm. hit Quebec hard. And that put us back further. So it's annoying for something like that. At least with this trip, there's not a bride at the end of the trip. So if we do get a few hours behind, that's okay. That being said, based on our route and based on what Google says as far as congestion goes, I mean, at worst, we plan for it to be a 12-hour drive. Mm-hmm. It says it can be done in 10, in 10 hours and 30 minutes. So, so it should be fine. Giant wiggle room, giant amount of wiggle room. It'll be good. Yeah, we're I'm excited. It never leaves stop places. Yeah, be fun going to Florida. Like, to, eh, in a week. Yeah, one week from tonight, we'll be on a beach. Yeah. Instantaneously for you, essentially, if you just watch podcast to podcast. Except five weeks from now, yeah. technically. Wow. Yeah, we're catching. Oh, happy episode we're catching 10, up. By the way, yeah. How are we catching up? We, we're, but we're gonna <laughs> post ones that we while we're gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keep, just but keep we're going to film ones while we're gone. But we got to post them faster. We should have a dump week. We yeah. should either... That sounds Just bad. post... No, no. Just instead of posting every week, you just post like every four days for a bit or something. We could do that. What it would... It would be nice before we do that. But let's worry about that when we come back because it would be nice. nice to have multiple ones in the can because as it's been right now, I've just been doing it on a week-to-week basis. But now that I've got a few ready to go, I'll just get them out. Hopefully episode eight. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm I. That's the one that I'm gonna really sit down and just watch myself. It's unbelievable the transition from being kind of there to zonked. 
at the end. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, we we should catch up. That being said, this week and last week, that the the topics we were talking about were still current. Episode four, we were talking about the Stormy Daniels case with Don, Donald. Yeah, Trump. the the news cycle's getting longer. It yeah. seems. I don't. I don't know if that's a trend in general, but like people was like, ah, oh, it's just a twenty four hour news cycle. No, it, they're dragging everything out now, like for the months upon months. Anything that's done by Trump or anybody else, seemingly in his circle, dragged out long time. We didn't break the bank on views or anything like that, but the 60 Minutes premiered, the interview with Stormy Daniels, premiered on the Sunday, and then our next one, episode four, with the talk about Stormy Daniels premiered on the Monday, and nothing had really changed. She had sex. We said allegedly, but at that point, it was basically like, yeah, pretty much. I just, did you, did you hear the interview at all? Did nope. you? So she explains it, and... I, I hear heard roughly that... No new information was divulged. And no new... She was a little bit more... No new information about the, the actual sexual act. She was really care about that. But. She was kind of flirty with him at the beginning. He showed her a magazine with his face on it. She was like, do you really get off talking about <laughs> how, yourself? I know. How narcissistic <laughs> is he? I mean, we, we know how narcissistic yeah. he is, but be like, look at this. This is me on a magazine. Don't you want me? So she took the magazine, uh-huh. was like, drop them. I'm going to spank you. Wow. Yeah, she got the President of the United States to drop his pants. And he did. And after that, she said that he went to regular conversation. He stopped. It was almost like a domination type thing where he stopped talking about himself and he just, he let it, he let it continue. <laughs> they talked. They did watch Shark Week. She goes into the room or she goes into the washroom, comes back. He's in his underwear. And in her mind, <clears throat> that being said, in the interview, it was kind of weird because she was very, very, very adamant about this. She had said, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, God, now i got to do this. She was like, I did it for my own free will. I wasn't forced into it. I'm not like that. But I'm like, but you, you, in, your, in your mind, if you're saying, well, now I have to do this, there's, there's some uh, oppression there. Yeah. So they had sex once. They didn't have sex again, apparently. Although, allegedly, she must have some sort of penis picture or something of him. They met up again. She, to said, talk. she said that? She says she has pictures oh. that he has sent. Which, kind of weird thinking about the president sending a dick pic. But it is what it is. I wonder if he's the first president who sent a dick pic. I'm sure Obama did. You think so? Well, actually... Because when he was a youth... He was. Well, he, he wouldn't was, have had cell phones, and as a president, he already was. He already had a wife, and hasn't really been embroiled in that kind of scandal. That's true. And the other thing he said is, because they're allowed to have cell phones, obviously. Yeah. And he had said that his, he had a BlackBerry, I think, or an iPhone, one or the other, and it was so Obama? heavily. Yeah. Yeah, it was a black. It started with a BlackBerry, yeah. anyways. And I think he moved up to an iPhone. It was because of BlackBerry security measures, so they were pretty good for a long time. But so heavily modified. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously the security. So I, I suppose yeah, he probably couldn't have sent a dick pic, but I bet she has now. It's like, yeah, Michelle. But um, That's something I've never thought about. Not that you ever would. No. Uh, but yeah, that's 
that's, that's kind of where it stands. She said she was threatened for her life afterwards because he... By Trump or by somebody associated to him? Uh, by somebody who is allegedly associated to them. They can't prove that he is, but it was very, very mobster-like. She was in Vegas with her child going to a, an aerobics class or something, and she had said this was after the NDA was brought up. She had said somebody walked up and said, you know, you should really sign that thing about Trump. And then he looked in the car back at her and he said, it's a cute little girl. Shame something happened to her. And it mm. sounds so much out of a movie. Yeah, pretty much. That it almost sounds fake. But then I'm pretty, pretty on the straight and narrow. So I don't know how things are really done. I mean, I'm sure a lot of gangsters and, and people, so, mobsters would have copy movie dialogue why not you want to feel badass yeah because that's you 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 get to be that fictional character mm-hmm. sure. so and then last week again gun control which is still a hot button in canada too mm-hmm. i mean we have new canadian federal laws but but now there's people a lot of people talking out like we need to loosen restrictions and and other people saying that there needs to be more but nothing's changed here. It's it's mostly in the States that things are happening. Yeah. And Although, I think the only thing that's different this time is there is more of a conversation about it. Normally at this point being a month after. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Actually, it's more than a month because that shooting was February 14th. That was Valentine's Day. Yep. So you're almost at two months and they're still talking about it. The victims are still on TV. They're still mm. going at it. So that's good. That's good for them. Some of them are being denied acceptance to college for some reason. It's like a reality TV show at this point. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to make of it either. Well, we're still here. I don't ever really worry about gun violence at all. New. I would say in day-to-day life, there is no situation in which I am placed, other than when I'm next to a police officer, that I would even see a gun in public ever, let alone hear gunshots or anything. It's, I don't know, it's just an unheard of thing in a small suburb and, you know, the Niagara region to hear anything like that. Now, occasionally something does break the news, like, I don't know. There was a shooting at one of the nightclubs in the falls. Yeah. There was a shooting at... um... The club in Thorold, whatever it is called, I can't remember. Yes, I don't know what it's called either. Uh, yeah, and then there's occasion. There's quite a bit of gang violence in <laughs> the inner cities and, and things like that. But, oh, I know. But in St. Catharines and Niagara Falls, mm, I don't think gangs have much power here, at least. Or You want to know the saddest gang you've ever seen? What's that? You see them sometimes. I, I went to school with a few of them. You get the gangs of Tilsonburg. You want to be a gang member in a tobacco town? I think we've talked about this before. It's unbelievable. You walk around, people think they're so badass. Mm -hmm. They'll break into vape shops. Break into a vape. Like they're gonna steal the clouds. Yeah, they break into a to a car wash type thing. Steal soap? What are you gonna steal at a car wash? E bikes. E bikes and batteries. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just stuff like that. You you wonder. It'd be a reality check if they were like, you know what? I've conquered this town. 
it's time to conquer Toronto. It's like a next level shit. Be you good go movie. to Toronto. It'd be a good idea for a little movie. It would be. You go to Toronto and you're like, fuck, I'm a bad gangster. <laughs> what is this? Somebody just got shot. Yep. I'm going to go rob, rob a vape store. Hell's this There's got, got to be a lot of gun owners in Tilsonburg. There's so much land to shoot on. Yeah, but people go home at night. There's no security. Yeah. Especially at a vape shop owned by hipsters. No, I'm I'm just saying, like, for for wannabe gangsters in Tilsonburg, there's got to be access to guns. Yeah. yeah. Not handguns, nothing fun like gangsters would. Yeah. Probably the nearest handgun shop is a decent drive away. Probably. There was a high-speed chase on, on Saturday night. Hmm. Guy evaded the cops, drove out of Tilsonburg, going like 150 down the highway. Down the 80 highway and then wrapped himself around the tree about 15 minutes away. Sounds about right. Hard to drive those roads really quick. Oh, yeah. They're windy. So he got airlifted to a London hospital with life-threatening injuries with police with police uh, escort, obviously. And government-funded health care. Yes. Yeah. Well, they've got, they've got to nurse him back to health so he can... Uh, <laughs> Prosecute you know, them. Prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I heard somebody in Welland, I think it was today... Got busted in a school zone doing like 130 kilometers an hour or something. I've got, a, I've got a, a movie pitch idea for you after. I won't talk about it here, but it has oh. something to do with that. Okay. See, it's a very good idea. It's kind of like Mighty Ducks, but no hockey. <laughs> I don't know where that would go. Oh, I'll tell you. I think I you might like it. I'm, I'm willing to hear it. Um, yeah, speeding, they'll... Give you a little bit of leniency in any place but school zones or mm. like family friendly. I should add, this was like I think an eighteen-year-old kid who uh, was doing it, so probably doesn't have his full license. Probably will never get his full license, and cars is probably impounded. And <laughs> there's lots of that goes along with that for sure. It's funny that you mentioned that because it was something I was going to talk about, and this isn't a funny thing that happened on the way to the podcast. Oh. I think I know that this is what you saw this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so at some point it probably would have been mentioned that at BD's at one point I met a guy, a young, basically at this point, I'm 26. I can call him a kid. He's, he, he was young. Mm-hmm. Came in, needed to get his iPad pro fixed. They fixed it for him. And when I was showing him the, the diagnostic I saw on his wallpaper that he uh, had some very similar college courses to what I took. So mm-hmm. I took a gamble thinking that he was in a broadcasting course. So as and we were walking, I asked he was. him, what course are you in? He's like, well, I'm in film production, like BRTF. Shout out to BRTF. And Niagara College. And Niagara College. Uh, and he's like, yeah, only because I'm trying to make my parents happy. I'm like, do you like it? He's like, eh, it's okay. And I know I scared him when I said that I was a graduate from five years ago. He's like, well, what are you doing? So I talked up. This is so cyclical because I think we've talked about this exact situation on the podcast yeah. before. Talked it up. I said, I, I did work in Italy. I have my own business. It's growing and stuff like that. And he gave me his number and we were going to do business together. And now and, you can't call it. Well, I sent an email out to him. I, I always do it. I do it at just the wrong time. Sent an email out at the last minute, um, and he was he was in a car accident uh, last Wednesday. 
maybe a little bit on the arrogant side, but nobody at 22 deserves to end their life like that. No. Man, that's the seems to be the killer for people our age. We don't know enough like crazy party animals to be dying of drug overdoses and stabbings and stuff, but we know a lot of people that seem to die in car accidents. And this one, unlike the other one that I was close to. Mm-hmm. Also related to Beatties. Also yeah. related to Beatties and Niagara College. Yes. Uh, and, and the arts and so, so much. Um, young dying artists. Yeah. Hopefully they contributed something. Hopefully. Like something artistic that years from now can be uncovered and be like, this was actually pretty good. Um, so I think we, we should ask G about that because yeah, they were I, at the point of working at a collaboration from what I heard. But that's, it, it's... It's funny because we're getting, it sounds weird because I only have like three points of contact in that four if you consider the other person. Yeah. But we're getting in this weird point where we know, or we're beginning to know a lot of artists and it's amazing and kind of depressing how many artists know each other and how much we may have missed out on because we didn't get to know them. Not, not in the sense that we'll never get to know this young guy who died, but in the sense that maybe had we known G and them three years ago, we could have already been collaborating on something different, something better. Or Alex Kazam, a little bit of a shout out there. Same thing. Been working with him a little bit. Yeah, it's like the fear of lost time, basically. Well, whenever something like this happens, I always get thinking, because like 23, you're like life's... Life is... Either about to get really good because you're lucky or you have skill or you're about to hit like the sad dose of reality that it wasn't all you thought it was going to be, but nobody deserves. Even if it was his fault, all the articles do say that speeding was a major factor, but they yeah. don't say. Was it just a single vehicle? It was a two vehicle accident, oh, okay. his car. Which, yeah. Again, based on the description, when you start picturing it, like the jaws of life was was used and he was mangled yeah he hit a construction vehicle okay he didn't stand a chance no no so um that is tragic and sad and i mean at that age he might have had a job lined up for the summer like a good job we don't know so i mean it, it, it is unfortunate and i'm glad that given the recent few situations with Tila's car accident and your small little fender bender, yeah. that everybody in my close circle is okay because... Tila's was bad. I, I almost expect myself at this point to just get in a minor fender bender like every two years, which my insurance company will probably just drop me the next time I do it. But just because it's so weird because I'm, I'm I consider myself a careful driver, which I'm sure lots of people who aren't careful drivers consider, consider themselves, themselves to be careful, careful drivers. drivers. But... It's always a situation where, like, I don't even know what I could have done to avoid this. I I know. You said that. Yeah. And things like that, thankfully, everything I've been in has been small or off the insurance because it it hasn't been worth it. Yeah. But the only time that it was really my fault outside of speeding tickets, like I've mentioned, is we were stop and go traffic on the way back to St. Catharines on the highway from Toronto, and the person in front of me stopped as I was still going. I didn't stop in time. Yep. I did that one the first time. <laughs> yep. And she, I got a, well, actually I didn't even get a fix because it was all cosmetic. That's why my front end doesn't look as nice. She never called. It was a rental. There was no financial damage. 
I was told by her to go to the, there's a, there's a police um, collision reporting center in Burlington. So I was told to go to there and I went. If and the I, police never came for the original exactly. accident. But I, I talked to, I went to the one in Toronto and they said, go to the one in Burlington. We're closed now. Yeah. So the next day I went to Burlington and I said, this is what happened. Uh, this, this, this. He went, looked at my car. It's like, you should have just stayed in bed. Like, there's yeah. no reason for you to be here. No. I'm just doing what I'm told. <laughs> yes, it was a waste of time. But at the same time, it's better to be safe than sorry for something like that. Usually, if you're going to report a collision, it would have been above the value or there would oh, have been such injuries a, such or, a or something. Small value. And in which case, the police should be involved to begin with anyways, just to make a proper <laughs> field report of the accident with both parties present. My car took all the damage because I hit her, her, uh, her trailer hitch. Oh, so yeah, you why, couldn't hurt. That's it. why mine's dented. She was fine. Trailer hitch. And I think it was a rental car too. So. Yeah, but she keeps. Uh, she hasn't in a while, but she does. She has occasionally. It's been. It's been well over a year since the car accident. The car, the little bump, uh, and about six months ago was the last time that she viewed me on LinkedIn. Hmm. for about six months it's I love LinkedIn because yeah you can see when people yeah. view your and it doesn't matter how many times they do it if they do it done so she keeps viewing I'm like get lost you're not <laughs> going to send me a message move on maybe it's like one of those misconnection things where she just wants to get to know you but now she's too afraid to contact you maybe I should check Craigslist maybe I'm looking for the guy that hit my rental car. On the topic of personal damages, and also on the topic of get Jesse's heart racing, um, I haven't. I'm gonna pull a prop here. So we jointly own a drone. If you'll notice, there's more scuffs on this drone than there were when you gave it back to me, and I I took it. <laughs> so. There's a bit of a story. I last got this drone in order to do some aerial photography at a family cottage. And uh, before we continue with this story, it still works fine. Oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a story to it. I, um, I decided before that I was going to do a little bit of a, a, just a test flight just to mess around with something. And I, I didn't even get the chance to go out to do said the thing that I wanted to do. I w uh, went to go fly it in my parents' backyard. And I would say in about a three second time span, the drone was up in the air. I looked back at the controller and then I went to go do something, look back up and the wind had blown it directly into the brick wall of the house. So upon doing so, two of the rotors broke. Two of okay. them are damaged, but they're, they're still functional. It still works. And the gimbal was laying on this it was completely like it looked like it had been torn off it was mm -hmm. dangling by a thread i then looked at it and said well fuck now i have to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a new drone but tila was kind of supportive and thought that i could fix it even though i didn't think i could do that so i spent a couple weeks just frantically buying tools that i didn't already have because they're meant to work on things that are so extremely small and ordering, I initially ordered a part, which is a, it's a plastic piece that's a vibration mount, which I, I thought that was the only thing that was broken. So I placed that, it went on fine, turned it on, and the gimbal proceeded to violently rock and smash back and forth. And then luckily, because the software in DJI's suite is, is so 
over and like over encompassing, it told me that I had a, a motor overload issue, and I looked that up, and they everybody said that's because there is a cable transmitting information to the gimbal that is damaged. It's very easily damaged. You wouldn't be able to see the damage itself. So I ordered that cable. And oh my God, I took that gimbal apart piece by piece and replaced the cable like three times because I couldn't get the cable to sit properly. It was dangling in a position that would get caught and I was not going to turn a drone on if I thought there was a chance of tearing the cable again. So I did it about three times, got it right, turned it on, and now we have a working drone again. And oh my God, that has stressed me out more than anything in my life. But also know that if I couldn't have done that, I would have totally replaced the drone. So, through all that, <laughs> you're now, and I, I ask this as a professional to a professional. Yes. If we got contacted for a drone video shoot tomorrow. I would buy one. No. I'm one day shipping. Would you Would you feel comfortable oh, yes. using that? Absolutely. It's in the same condition as it okay. was before. Minus the, ro- the, the blades. They're looking a little scuffed. I'll, I'll buy a new set of blades. Those are really cheap. I didn't bother just because I didn't think it would affect the flying to begin with it shouldn't no okay that's the, good because with florida coming up it would have been depressing uh-huh. if we were oh no no, no. i under every situation if we had to use a drone and i did not have this fixed by that time i guess i'm out 1500 bucks no problem not well, a at least deal. you could do it handy on the dji app <laughs> it's true just click the button that pops up when every time you open the app would you like to buy a new drone because they know it they know you crashed your drone didn't you and you've flown it since it was working yes I, I just did a little bit of flying here and there. Also, good news, the, the cover that covers the piece that would have prevented the entire thing happening in the first place arrived the day I got back. So that was there. And it, it's just as a pain in the ass as ever to get off. And it was the reason why I broke it in the first place. I typically use a screwdriver to open it now. What about the... Has and, the, the piece come from China yet? Well, the one that ho- the holds the gimbal did come from China, but I, we don't need it because this... This aftermarket version has it built in. So that actually holds the gimbal still. See? It hooks around the back, and it's, it keeps it sort of in the front area. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Smart. You think DJI, the people who make it, could make it one piece, but no. They make it two. And yes, the battery is scratched, because... That's fine. Jesus Christ. It fell 10 feet. Yeah. And it disintegrated. They make these things so finicky. <laughs> uh... Don't ever lose eyeline. Eyeline? Oh, line of sight. No, I, well, I mean, it was 10 feet above my head, but the wind blew it into a brick wall, and I did not expect it to. So I gotta, I gotta go to Henry's this week. If I see, do you think we could get some new ones before Florida, just in case? I'd get them on Amazon before we go to Florida. Okay. Yeah. Then I would. I'm, I'm not terribly worried. Plus, they, they had, the propellers, luckily, are something that you could buy in a camera store anywhere. Just because people break them all the time. Yes. Well, that's good. You have a great way of storytelling in the sense that I didn't freak out because I assumed that you wouldn't <laughs> tell me that we broke it completely. I have a tendency if I, I don't, I'm never really scared of the repercussions of damaging something as long and it pretty much I'm willing to replace it or do whatever I can to fix it, which fixing it, thank God I did that because that was like, how much, how much did it cost? Probably $100 and about 20 hours of my time. So a lot on the time. Oh, yes, it? absolutely. <laughs> well, it's a new thing that I had never done before. But no, I, I, I'm never going to take the, make everybody scared about an issue until I can either rectify it 
one way or another. So, yeah. It, uh, it was an adventure. And now I feel like I'm entirely qualified to take apart and replace literally anything on this drone. Because the gimbal is the most finicky thing in the world. You need three hands to hold the thing while you have a fourth hand. Using the, I literally had to use my mouth on the end of a screwdriver to stabilize the screwdriver and push it down without the... Because if, when you, especially when you're putting the screws back in, it just buckles and the screw goes sideways. Although I have a magnetic screwdriver. Thank God for that. If I didn't, that I could not have done what I did. Uh, kudos to Tila for keeping that secret. And every, I told literally everybody else but you. <laughs> like Justin? No, I guess not. All my coworkers and my family. Well, I'm still thankful you're alive, even though <laughs> I don't like being out of the loop on something like that. But uh, I don't know. I, I just like the chance to fix something first. So you stone-faced your way all through a business meeting talking about values of companies knowing that there could have been a $1,500 purchase that needed to be done again. Yeah, but it would be my fault and I'd do it. So not a big deal. I mean, and I have all the tools to work on this thing later because inevitably I feel like we're probably going to break something, which is, is fine because it's meant to be used, not to put it in a cabinet or something. So I got all that. And the parts are not terribly expensive. The The stabilizing piece, I had ordered a couple things that I didn't want that came with extra parts, but it was like 30 bucks. And the cable was more expensive. I think the, well, the cable was probably a little bit over 30 as well. Was it aftermarket or did you have to buy like TGI mm, branded? Let me think. The The plastic plate that it sits on was, wasn't DJI, but they, I think the cable was. It has okay. the same markers as DJI. Just because... Anybody, I guess anybody can make plastic. And in fact, the aftermarket stuff is usually better because like even this little thing that cost a dollar for the cover, they put in something that DJI probably should have put in. They thought us, I don't know, it's more efficient than having two pieces. I would wonder why, like, why DJI did it that way. It's more effective to do it plastic-wise. You would think there's a reasoning as to why they did it like that. I, I think the only way to get an answer on that would be to talk to somebody that works for DJI. Part of the engineering team because really yeah, maybe not... putting because now it's going to be loose when we're trying to put on filters loose well because we can't with the with the plastic part on before uh when we were putting on filters it would be stable now it's just a free-floating oh you mean when you're okay so there is i think I there's merit to that gimbal also surprisingly durable like you can be you can manhandle thing kind of like Babies. People think babies are delicate. Well, they're not. No. Um, that gimbal has to be good because it can face wind quite a bit. Yes. Like right off the bat. So it has to it has to have a good motor to, to I don't counterbalance even, the wind. I don't even necessarily mean that. I mean like it's hanging on. It, it's it, The way that it's set up, like if the, any plastic breaks or anything, it's just dangling by wires, which is very disconcerting. But the gimbal itself, it, it's a... Mm, I'm going to say a little bit over 10 screws that hold together all the plastic coverings. Solid. You can squish it in your hand. You can move things around. It, it, it feels like it's not going to break. So well, that's good. I'm impressed with the quality anyways. Well, I would hope so. What do you think of that $99 toy they came out with? DJI did. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really looked into this much. I'd like to hear about it. It's very interesting. It's smart because everybody else but DJI was doing cheaper knockoff 
not knockoffs, but cheaper drones. I went to Best Buy and I saw a couple of them the other yeah. last week. And now DJI has a $99 one that has some of the same features as both the Mavic and the Spark in the sense that you can take selfies with it. You can put your hands like this and have it take a picture. It'll, it'll active track to a certain extent and whatnot. What is the quality compared to the Spark? The 720. The, but the Spark 720 too, though. So it's uh, a, the, the Tello? Is that the one? I think so. Yeah. I, I saw a little, I've seen headlines for it, but I haven't really looked into it all. The, the only thing that's odd is the drone itself is advertised in the commercial. They're outside with it. Yeah. It is advertised as an indoor mostly drone, unless the weather conditions are stable. So it's it would be light. Yeah. It, uh... 13 minute flight time, which is pretty good. That's fine. Yeah, not if you're not using professional use, you you're well, gonna that, be that was the, that was the Phantom 2's flight time, which is more like wow, mm -hmm. that's low. Hmm. Wow, fifteen. Get the shot quick, yeah. But really, we now have power. <clears throat> we've talked about this before about how quickly we've developed, and now with two batteries in perfect conditions, you have an hour of flight time. What type of videography do you really need to do in an hour? Lots of establishing shots. Yeah. But like that's a that's a that's a long time. It's a couple takes of if you had a long tracking shot. Mm -hmm. Let's just say you had you followed a vehicle into some kind of compound at the beginning of the movie and it was where the credits were rolling, so it's like a minute shot. You to get that minute shot right, you could take thirty takes. Right. If necessary. And if you don't get it the first time. You charge up the batteries again, and thank God you're not paying $800 to rent a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's all a, that small is... Small price to pay. It's really neat. You wonder where they're going to go next. I mean, the Mavic Pro is already out. Shutter drop. It was on the 70. That's still going. Maybe the batteries that were charged were not so charged. Anyways, if anybody needs to fix anything on their drone, I think you would be surprised with how much help you can get from just watching YouTube videos of people doing the same thing. And, and typically, I, I tend to go to the ones that have the best camera angles, even if the person explaining it is not so coherent, just because you can see each individual screw or whatever you have to take apart makes it much easier. Plus, always watch the video in full ahead of time just so you have an idea of what you're getting yourself into. Uh yeah, no, it's it's not, and also the the warrant. I don't even know what it is. DJI Care. They they have a system where you can pay in. I guess they would service your drone. Everybody recommends not to get that because it, it doesn't cover <laughs> cover you for just about anything. And I think we're gonna come back after a short break. <laughs> so see you in in instant.
This is 70 rolling. The power of editing. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Sponsored by Tim Hortons and Full Bladders. Yeah, I had a... I was finishing a bottle of water on my way here just to try to flush out my system, make me feel better. From what? I don't know. I I felt fine this morning. I got a kind of a raspy voice uh, oh. during work. Uh-oh. And now I'm not stuffed up. But I can feel something in my head. Like I'm a little woozy. I should probably just go to bed. I'd take some medicine, fall asleep. If you're going to get sick, now is prime time and get it over with before Florida. Well, that's just it. It seems... I remember reading an article about people who go into vacation mode and when you're constantly working, your body doesn't have time to get sick. Sometimes. Because there is a mental aspect to it. And I've been getting excited. I've been planning. It's been fun. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for Crackle Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Imagine that. A fat guy excited for chicken fried chicken. It's good every time we go. (laughs) It's really good. I think we've gotten together once, but I've been a couple times. But just think, like, that that sounds awesome after waking up before five and driving. Nice little Cracker Barrel in Cleveland. It'll be good. Yeah. Actually, it's just Ohio. I can't remember where. Well... Cracker Barrel is nice because it is that place. It's right off the highway. I didn't have to look very far. It was just yeah. dependent on when we wanted to eat. I've never been there for breakfast, so I'm excited for that. Um, good breakfast. Yeah. I mean, about as good as a American-style breakfast can get. It's not healthy, but it's hearty. Yeah. I, I That'd be an interesting thing on a Euro trip is to try all the different breakfast foods of the different... Because I imagine that would vary a lot more. Even grapefruit though, juice. I like grapefruit juice. I hate it. And yeah. in Europe, like in Rome, they don't have orange juice. I like orange juice better. Oh, I love orange juice. And they oh. would, there'd be a jug of water and something that looked orange. And it's disappointing when it's grapefruit. Yeah, if it's not what you're expecting, I suppose. But no, uh, just a little bit of a head cold, a head cold. If I'm stuffed up tomorrow, I'll know I'll need to really fight it. But right now, I've still got things I have to do, but I'll still sleep well tonight. I'm tired. So I can tell that it's affecting me, but mm-hmm. I've got I've gotta gotta have a clear head. I think I got I always seem to get sick when I travel a bit. That being said, right now the, the weather is starting to finally change, so it seems to be my prime time to get sick. We've mentioned that before. Because the weather's changing? Yeah, I seem to I seem to get sick at climate like in the fall and in the spring. Well, I, I mean that's most people. Winter. Hmm. The I wonder what the weather is going to be like when we leave. I, Let's see. Next Sunday, it's going to be three degrees. That's nice. I'll be glad to be gone. Yeah, but you know what? Right now, on a balmy, clear evening in Panama City. Yeah. Beach. Let me guess. Right now, this time of day, maybe 19 degrees. Okay. Um, let me just make sure that it was Pan- not Panama City. Panama City, Florida. Yes, I, not... That would have been... Not the Smith of Panama. Which would be fun to go to, but... Yes. I have a cousin that's going, actually. Uh, and nice. Warm. It's also only 9.30 there. Or 9 o'clock there. Different times. So. Okay. Yeah. A nice warm 21 degrees. Clear. Two, two degrees off. Yeah. Not bad. And sun- Monday, when we arrive, there's supposed to be thunderstorms. <laughs> that's fine. 
but 26 degrees. Florida thunderstorms are cool. They're yeah, you la- they last 20 minutes. The sun but they go out. hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be fun to drive in. <laughs> um, there's a few other things I wanted to talk about. Okay. I've been saving up a few things. However, some of them are actually right from today, actually. But rekindling my love, which is still a growing love of photography. I didn't know how I was going to do it. Shooting with you, fun. Uh, hiking with you is fun. Golfing, I got my golf clubs. Yeah, nice. I, I picked them up. It's a full set. And it's my 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 length so i'll be good to go um and now that melissa is wanting to learn more photos we're actually going out which i very rarely did before and we're going out to take photos like we went to port de Luzi. we uh we shot when she was in tilsonburg two weeks ago and then just going for a walk in one of the parks in st Catharines, and just kind of teaching her the fundamentals and I've been very happy because I've been able to get some shots that I like and then also be able to show her the first time. All my cameras are naturally set to shoot raw, but for some reason the 60D uh, was switched to just JPEG. I must have did a factory reset on it when we added the Magic Lantern. So her first two sets were JPEG. Right, that'd be Which good. is fine. Cause Still edit JPEG just fine. And learning the fundamentals, you would hope that the photos that she wanted to get were done right. So it's good. Hmm. And I really like my life. I'm kind of jealous. I, I th- there's only, a, I can probably count on my hands how many times I've gotten to go up shooting photos with Tila and she's brought her camera. Almost never brings her camera to do anything at all. Big we'll occasionally. Yeah. And she's good with herself. Yeah. But it's never a photo thing. It's, it's just, you know, I'm here. There's something I want to take a picture of. Oh, yeah. my cell phone's here. No, it's. It's really good, and she's getting to the point. We went to Port Luzi because we're going to be on a beach next week. So like, I want to get Practice a good beach. sunset photo. Yeah. Um, I want to get a good beach photo again because I know I've changed since Cuba last year. And we went to the beach, and it was nice. And I like my lighthouse. My lighthouse is now hanging. It looks good. That quick, I guess, when you work at a print shop. Get it printed, hang it. And I realize that now that I'm enjoying it, if I like a photo... I'll get it printed, but I'll keep the other ones. And that way, over the course of one year, two years, I'll eventually have a collection of these giant portraits and you'll see a natural development over time. Plus pictures are so neat. You can just put them behind. and It doesn't add that much space. I need to... I think I was, I was going to start doing something similar like that back in the bedroom at my parents' house. Because I got, like, I wrapped halfway around the room, and I was going to try to fill up all the wall space with photos, and I didn't, I didn't get very far. Although I think if I had a, if I, if I certainly printed out all the photos that I liked that I've ever taken, it could fill a, a room quite easily. I had a friend who did that. She never took photo photos, but it was all, like, prom photos and just life photos, but it was. You don't need to paint a room if you got that, I oh, guess. It, it was amazing. Then when she moved, she took them all down and started the collage again. Now that we're 26, it's 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 a bit of an interesting decorating choice when you go and you realize, shit, we've been friends for this long. Yeah. There's me as a kid. There's me as your prom date. Shout out to the prom date. <laughs> kind of a little in joke for her. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, that that is neat. Uh, just it's it's fun. 
and since this is going to be done uh, five weeks before, a uh, little bit of money saved up. I think it would be good because that way, if I buy at least a bottom of the barrel kind of camera to get the job done and we need it, we would have it. But I'm thinking before Florida, I just want to buy, like Melissa, a small little DSLR. Might be a little bit early, I don't know, but... You don't think that the T2i would make sense for something like that? T2i would, but we have a use for it. We're not using it right now. We're not using it right now. I've been... Do we have the T2i here? I'd get it charged up and ready to go. Yeah. Okay, so then strike that. Although yeah. the idea had crossed my mind. Here's the thing. What, what are you going to buy? A Rebel SL2 or something? Like I, I found a I found a T5 for 350 bucks. T2i is better than a T5. I'm going to say just from the ergonomics. That's the thing. All the things that matter really for, for why you would use a DSLR in the first place haven't changed in like six years. Even longer than that, I'd say. Probably since like 2010, maybe, 2009. It's been a while. You really... You don't need you don't need a heck of a lot to start out for sure. No. Even as a professional shooter, I could see myself not upgrading my equipment for another year at least. Oh yeah, I know. I was just I was thinking kind of ways to double dip in the sense that if I got another one, <laughs> you'd have another camera to play. Well, with. because right now the 60D, yeah. it's lens that it always had, which was the 18 to 250, an 18 decent lens. Decent lens. The uh the gear in the uh, video stabilization is wonky. It crapped out on the last wedding. So I have to buy a new lens. I think if I have to buy a new lens, buy a, just have another camera to shoot with. That way, it's always good to have backups. Yeah. And I mean, if I absolutely needed it, even the camera that Beatty's has would work as a backup in the back of the room type camera to shoot 30 frames per second. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's going to be brand new. Uh, but what if you got something, I'm going to go on the more, I don't know, trendy side. And what if it was like a, a Fujifilm camera or something, interchangeable lenses still, but it'd be a different system. All the same functionality. You still get all the manual controls, but it's almost the kind of thing that like, I know, I, I think a lot of people just want to carry around with them more. It's much more compact. It doesn't really feel like it gets in the way of anything. It's true. It's an interesting way to discover photography. It's almost more similar to the, the small film camera bodies. I haven't decided yet. I mean, I was going to ask, and by the time this goes live, the decision will have already been made. There you go. Made. No spoilers. Yeah, so um, obviously at this point, I either have to cut this or do something because saying you're going to do something isn't, I mean, yes, it is a thought that counts, but now there's pressure. Well, now you're going to stick to it, aren't you? Yeah, I will. And I, I was always going to, I was humming and hawing, and I, I just always think for something like this, because we haven't been together that long, but she's she's really, she likes doing it, and we don't see each other all that often. So if she has it while I'm not there, she might go out for walks. She might, like, one day say, hey, look at this, and actually impress me with something. Um, she, I mean, she, <laughs> you know what I mean. Dig it yourself a hole. A little bit. Yeah. No, she did. She did really well. My profile picture is hers. Yeah, so that's true. she impressed that way. It's got to be impressive enough. But when I see her shooting, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a photo of the sunset. Like I am not shooting. If I'm not shooting with her, 
I'll be a hundred percent surprised. Be like, what did you shoot today? Well, I went to, I went to the mall and there was a dog and I took a photo of a dog, right? Like you never know. Which leads me to the, the side of getting a camera that's a bit more inconspicuous. I don't know if, is she the kind of person that would get up in someone's face with a camera or someone's dog's face with a camera? No. No. I, we, when we were at the Port at the Port at Port there was ducks and geese and I got a little closer and I'm happy with my photo. The duck, the geese are okay. And she kept her distance. My photo's better. (laughs) Nobody got hurt. No. Right? Man, those geese suck. Although they're easy to... not going to brag or nothing, but I got to my minimum focusing distance every time I went to go there. I have pictures of, like, geese eyeballs. And then, then they try to peck at you, so it gets kind of annoying. I'll stay away. Yeah. But she she stayed clear, so I don't think she'd be one to, to, uh, to go and take a picture of a person. So street photography, to an extent, is out, unless we send her with you in Florida. Because you taught me a little bit, too. I'm... It'd be fun to bring a film camera or something to Florida. Do it. I can't I I can't do street photography anymore with the DSLR. It's just so much more fun with the film camera. Just something with the instantaneous nature of the photo. You're not waiting you're not relying at all on autofocus or anything like that if using an old manual camera. I'm excited for that pier that's by our hotel. Like if there's pier, there's gonna be lights and I bet you we could get some good nighttime photos yeah. of people having fun. So it, it'll be neat, I think. And with all of us being at least interested in it, I think one night we could go, we could shoot for a bit, go back and be like, we did this and then go back and get drunk or whatever. Should be interesting. No, it, it, it'll be fun. And stay tuned to find out what happens with Melissa's camera. I don't know. It's... Does she watch any of this? No. So even if I didn't get her anything, chances are she wouldn't hear. That'd be a horrible thing to find out like six months later. She'll Damn, like, so I could have had a camera. I finally listened to your podcast. What'd you think? Not that she would ever hit me. I realized that was just a bad thing. It's like, you were going to buy me a camera? Well, I was, but there was one there already. Why Why do it if... I mean, yeah. if, if I'm, I'm sticking to the side. If you're going to get her a DSLR... T2i is a great camera, and it's not. You don't get anything really out of getting a new. If I could, Rebel. if I could find a 60D online, 60Ds that that's the upgrade to something that's more enthusiast oriented. Well, she she's been doing well with this, even yeah. just photos. I showed her a little bit of video because obviously we're going to shoot our apparent documentary. We'll see how well that goes. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I'm going to GoPro a little bit, and we'll I'll piece something together. I'll try to be a little bit more mindful without being a douche. GoPro. Like every vlogger ever. Yeah. Um, but no, if, if I could find a 60D or something like that or a T2i, I was surprised at, because I don't really look at them anymore. I look like I see, hey, maybe somebody has a 5D Mark III for whatever. Yeah. So I kind of search for those. And the price really hasn't come down enough for me to think, well, if I upgraded to the Mark III, then somebody's second shooting could be the Mark II, and then we've already improved tenfold again. I messaged somebody who was selling a Mark III body only for $1,700, and I said, hey, could you do this? Okay. Price to begin with, yeah. Yeah, and he said, no. So if I don't need it, I'm not going to fight for it. No. But if he had agreed to the undisclosed price that I had offered right away, because there is merit to 
getting the money right away instead of waiting for six months. Depends who you are, really. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm sometimes greedy, depending on what we're doing. But no, he said no. That's no big deal. That uh, that gimbal, I sent a message just to see if it was available, just because it's neat. Never seen one with follow focus. I want a steady camera with follow focus. I re- I didn't look into it much, but I'd be curious as to how well it would function. What the gimbal? The specifically using the follow focus at the same time as the gimbal. But the way I feel like they're holding it wrong, I think there'd be a there'd be a different way to hold it because they seem to be holding it like it's a like they're focusing or zooming or something. Well, they're because it's. I agree with the the one video that Tilis showed. It was like the ergonomics of these are sometimes wrong because it's just this metal rod with the gimbal on top, and now there's a follow focus. So I can see how you could you wouldn't control it with the thumb. Yeah. And depending on the camera, you might be able to you might be able to hold it with one hand. But once it's a Mark II or the Seven D or anything else, you'll need two hands. It's hard to be stable even with a gimbal for a DSLR like that. People. The video footage that it's got has been really good, and then it does have it does have uh, controls, so you can you can make it pan and tilt while you're standing. So it's a fairly fairly nice one. That being said, the one on Kijiji really wasn't on sale all that much. No, I found it elsewhere for roughly the same price. It was a new item. Uh in box. I can't remember. Yeah, if stuff's new and in box, uh, specifically like on a Kijiji or Craigslist, it's never a good deal. Usually it's just a some kind of retailer trying to find a different way to sell it. Yeah. So it's all the same. But just kind of neat. I always I always look and listen to see what's still available out there that might help. The steady cam was a neat little investment. Anything in the number number D line of Canon stuff is gonna be a, a step up from any rebel camera, really. Even an old like 40D or something still ergonomically is pretty decent. Although, what was the first one with the tilty flippy screen? I don't know if it was. It might have been the 50D or something, but 60D nailed it. 70D got it. better in the autofocus department, and the that was. 80D can't focus. It can? What do you mean? Oh, 80D. That's a good joke, actually. Hmm. Funny part is it can focus better than anything. Oh, it can focus very well. Jeez, the ADD is a hell of a camera. Yeah. Dynamic range performance is outstanding. Over nothing, I mean, really, it, it seems like the perfection of the what the 60D was at the time. Really, it's the, my probably my favorite camera in the Canon lineup. Unfortunately, APS-C, but oh well, maybe with the 5D Mark III will be what everybody's hoping for. 5D Mark. Five. five is what I was thinking. I was thinking of Roman numerals when I just I started mixing them. 5D Mark V. Sounds strange. Yeah, I don't know. 5D Mark V. 5D. I don't know how they'll market that. that I mean, there said, is a 1D Mark One, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 5D Mark V, it sounds okay. If they're okay with marketing their camera, when you say it quickly, as the ADD without, like, I'm not the first person to make that joke. It's a, it's a camera joke, so... People took to it and they were fine with it. So a 5D Mark V. And then, of course, once they get to 10, it'll be the 5D Mark X. Probably if they're going to... Everybody's copying Apple with that. Which sounds badass. Won't have any buttons. It's all touchscreen. Let's see if Canon and Nikon survive that long. Well, what's the... When was the Mark III? 
released because the Mark II was 2008 or 2009. Mark III was like 2011 or 2012. So there was a giant gap between the Mark III and Mark IV. Yeah. Well, I guess it's dependent on whether or not it came out in 2008 or 2009 because that's three or four years. Yeah. No, it usually gets refreshed at about that rate for that line of camera so far. Um, no, that's... I... I don't know. I don't get gear envy anymore. Hmm. I'm happy with the Mark II. Even now, it's still a respected camera, right? It's a little old. It's going on nine years. It still works fine. It still works great. The only problem, really, with the Mark II is just it doesn't... The ergonomics aren't like a modern camera. It doesn't... The, the buttons are layered a bit differently than pretty much all of the Canons for some reason. To be, it was, it's funny because it was never meant to be the video beast that it was. Yes. And then it came in and everyone was like, holy shit. It's great, yeah. Full frame video. Mm -hmm. And now it's sort of taken for granted with all the mirrorless cameras. Sony does it really well. I mean, you have other form factors too that aren't full frame, but, but yeah, they tend to do it quite well. Um, unrelated note, unrelated question, but I have to ask just because I am curious about your opinions on things. And I do want to mention that I don't know if, if addressing the camera is normal. I've never been in a situation where I've been able to break the fourth wall. As long as you cut the camera angle to yourself at that point in time, <laughs> I think it works. Okay. If it was just focused on me and I was looking at the camera and you were talking, that'd be weird. I am one. <laughs> that would be weird. I am 100% talking about a friend. Okay. Okay. This isn't a friend of mine. Well, this is a friend of mine. You're not going to say this is a hypothetical situation. No, this is a very real situation. Okay. But it has nothing to do with me or my mindset. I'm just looking for your opinion. Okay. So with that in mind, when do you think, is there even a social, a socially appropriate time to propose to somebody? Socially appropriate. So you mean so if you start a time when your friends and family would accept a thing a well, you make? when if you start dating in january of 2018 yeah when is it socially acceptable so your friends won't think holy shit that's quick and you won't think maybe we should have rethought this it's gray yeah it depends a lot on the situation i feel like if you're older it could happen a lot quicker if you're in your 40s. You could probably figure that out in a couple months of like, oh my God, I don't want to kill myself living with this person. That's true. But no, it, it's weird too. Like, even though I've been in a relationship for well over a year at this point, I think that, that if I if I proposed, there'd be some so many family members and friends that I rarely talked to. Be like, oh my God, I never even met this person yet. This is so quick. But it's... But not relative to my time scale. Eh. If a couple's, a young couple even is dating for, for two years, I'll, I'll say that two years. I don't think anybody's going to be that surprised if somebody if, if they announce that they're going to get married. So what do you do? What do you define as a young couple? Like twenty one, twenty two. Like twenty years old, okay. but twenty to twenty five, something like that. At two years, you could probably figure it out. And lots of people make still bad decisions, but... Oh, that's true. That's just how it goes. You learn from experience, and I know that, say, the relationship I'm in now is healthier than any relationship I've been in before. Mm -hmm. So I'm more comfortable with that, because I've watched for the warning signs. There's, yeah. It's easy there's to a lot of them. them. 
And now that there's no red flags, I get to go into situations where there's like the normal relationship thing where you're learning new things about them for the first time. And again, assuming that she doesn't listen to these for the first time ever, she said something and we didn't debate it because it's like a religious debate. Okay. Right? Well, it's not quite religion. I'll explain after. I'll tell you specifically after the show. Sure. Not to keep people in suspense, <laughs> but... Lots it, of things that nobody's allowed to know this episode. It's also one of those things that it's just kind of between you and me because she doesn't... You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it. It's, it's misrepresented in the... In the... Um, the social community that people who believe this are weird. And she and I were talking because we were... She's a flat earther. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> I thought she was joking. And then she wasn't. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't debate why, but she's just like, it's, it's, what I, it's what I believe. And for the first time ever, it, I, didn't, I wasn't watching a video at a convention. I wasn't having somebody shove it down my throat. She was just like, this is what I believe. And then when you think about it, what, how does that, how does that affect anything? I was a little, I admit I was just slightly weirded by it a little bit. By somebody's differing opinion to you? Just because it's the first time I've ever heard that from somebody I know. I've had, I've had friends who are gay. I've had friends who have believed that, you know, there is 100% without a doubt a God and stuff like that. Oh. But she is the I was first. going to make a joke if you didn't say that. Like, I have friends who think there's a god. <laughs> um, but this is the first time I've ever had somebody, I think, that is normal that has said that. And then how do, it doesn't affect your day-to-day -day life. So you still haven't brought up what this topic is? Or the flat earth thing is legit? Oh, no, the flat earth thing. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Because she's so normal. Oh, well, I know. She doesn't. Again, to, I don't know, whatever. people who believe in a magic man who sees everything in the sky, they live normal lives. Yeah. They're normal people. So for the first time ever, I met somebody and I got thinking, it doesn't matter because I love this person. Matter. I mean, it doesn't. It might when we got to become, this is going to lead to so many conversations from Teal and I, you know this. Yes, but unless she brings it up, let's, let's keep it between the two of you because it's on the podcast yeah i know that Whoops. i've got five weeks of wiggle room to prove that it's not flat if we have any fans that know who we are they could just reach out and tell her that we said this that's true yeah. except we're we're very divided on social media we're not in a relationship on social media she she you may know her full name but other than that mm. plus we we have we have yet to have a youtube comment or anything like that if somebody does... I go on every video and I like it. I'll be impressed. If somebody does take the time to message her, I'll be impressed. The internet's... As a long as it's not you. The internet is a I'm very creepy... I won't do it. You. I'm not going to do it. The internet's a very creepy place. You know, if, if, if we get to go into Florida and it still hasn't brought up yet, I'm, I'm going to tell Tila. So we're going to sort of organically try to slip it into the conversation. It's like, wow, we can't even see the curvature of the earth yet from this drive. I wonder why that might be. The weird thing about it is she didn't... Like, there was no debate. There was no debate. Because, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, when you think about something like that, it's not necessarily a hot-button topic, but it's something that nowadays... It's very relevant these days. It's very relevant. But when you meet somebody or you watch them on, on YouTube or anything like that, they are very passionate about it. 
Nah. They go to they they're, go to conventions. They're, yeah, sure. But a lot of them are very passive and they're like, look, just watch these videos, you'll know the truth. And then they go on with whatever YouTube channel they have. Instead of constantly talking about flat earth. Unless that's their thing, unless they're a flat earth scientist. And then there's her. We were talking about it. She mentioned it, but there there was no she's not like, I believe it because of this. Which to an extent, may not be a good thing because she just has this belief. But at the same time, you believe in God because of what? Because it's what you're told. Well, see, God, well, a lot of people would say faith. But here's the thing. Here's a good experiment. You should ask her, what evidence would be suffice enough to prove or disprove your theory? What would you have to look for to be more sure of your opinion or to be entire, entirely refute? opinion you currently have and pretty much nobody can make this leap of lot like logical faith i don't know humans just are really really resistive to change and the things that they already believe all right I'd, I'd be curious what she says i'd be curious too just because in my opinion if you really wanted to you learn how to like i think it was shack who believes that his pilots are in on it and that's how he can fly around the world without without actually flying around the world. So if that's the case, become a pilot. Go through pilot training. Yeah, and then you figure out how to and navigate fly a around Earth. the world. Yeah. And if you go and it keeps on going and you end up at point A again after multiple stops to fuel up, depending on the plane you're in, that should prove it. Should. Without any... Like, I, I, I don't know. So it, it's an interesting thing. I'm now kind of regretting bringing this up. Does it change your overall opinion? Because we're now traveling with her for a week. Yeah, it does. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inquire. But is it a bad opinion? No. I don't, I don't care, really. I really don't have much attachment to what other people believe. I think that's a big problem with a lot of the, the social movements that are going on now. It's... Everybody, you know, everybody says, think the same thing as me. And if you don't, you're a whatever. It, I, don't, I don't care. That doesn't affect my life in the slightest. If well, not at all. That. And on a day-to-day basis, when you're not teaching children geography. Don't teach children geography if you're a flat earth. Right. We'll leave that to our, I can't only imagine. Could you imagine? Like, what do you do with it? You don't have a, you can't use a globe. I don't know. Use a map because the entire world is. But it's a, it's a projection of a. A sphere. But the world is flat on the map. Yeah, but it's very distorted. Oh, it is. Hmm. I don't know. But I, I got thinking about it when she told me because she's still a good person. She's never killed anybody. She's never done <laughs> anything like that. So far as you know. As far as I know. Um, so who... It's what she believes. I believe in some things that people don't necessarily agree with not that they're as hot button i could probably what are the, what are some of these things hmm? it'd be a change of topic but what are some of the what's one of these things that you think you would want to debate right now well there's there's not necessarily a debate like i have a hard time believing in god but yeah i also firmly believe as i've mentioned before that you die twice but it shouldn't it shouldn't matter that's a philosophical thing though yes but, I mean, some I mean, people... And it's technically true. If, if you can call the second thing dying, if you can call the last time somebody utters your name, 
dying, then oh. sure, that happens twice. Hopefully YouTube in some capacity is around forever, and then this podcast is immortal. Definitely, definitely not going to be around forever. Facebook is not going to be around forever. Holy shit. Yeah. If you get all existential, ex- uh, existential about it, nothing's forever, so... Um, actually, not changing the topic that much, but Facebook, do you know you can download your profile? Yes. I, I've been thinking about doing it. Do it. It is Have you very do, you've interesting. Done it? Yeah. Oh. What did you find out about yourself? This isn't deflecting against being probed or anything, but maybe my beliefs aren't that bizarre and maybe they are more philosophical than anything. Um, every single conversation I've had yeah in like coded html which actually makes it more convenient now when i want to see what i said to somebody years ago yes because now it's just one web page i don't have to scroll up it's just a block of text uh every picture that has been posted uh friends list what about like private ones or ones you deleted uh private ones are there yeah it makes sense because they're in Still attached to your profile. Deleted ones aren't there. Videos are there. Videos videos and photos that you've sent in messages are there. Which is weird. How, how do they have that much storage capacity? It's a lot of information. Well, you think I've been on Facebook for... Uh, like since 2008, 2009. Okay. And there was 9 gigs of data on me. Not a lot. And all the photos are heavily, heavily compressed Same at this point. Same with the video. It must be... Yeah. Okay. None of it's usable. None of it would be like, shit, I deleted this video. I better get it from Facebook. No. If I absolutely needed to, I could, but it is just compressed to shit. Yes. But still, that's a lot. I can go back to the first time Tila and I spoke way back after her not being my friend on Facebook and being blocked... I can go all the way back to 2010, which is insane. How do you, is it really convenient to view this kind of information? Like how was it to get so to that point? I download something, it compiles for about half an hour. It says, we'll let you know when it's ready for download. So once they let me know, I downloaded it. It was a zip file. It was like a four and a half, five gig zip file. And when I opened it up, it was uh, it was divided into sections like messages, photos, videos, contacts, and stuff like that. It also showed me who I have blocked, which I know you can on Facebook but as it's well. it's quicker, I bet, that way. <clears throat> yeah, because I can never remember who to see who I have blocked. And now hmm. I look at this list and I'm like, I remember why. So once it's done like that, you can go in. It's not... There's no personal information on the surface level. Like, if I go into the messages, you're not going to see conversation with Tila Airdrie, conversation with Eric Gervais, until you click. Even on the Apple computer, when you hit the space bar to preview it, that's where you can see conversation with Tila Airdrie. But when it's just a file, it's a number. Okay. Now, that being said, if I search Tila Airdrie, bing, she's 242. I click it, it's, an, it's a uh, web file. It goes right to Chrome, it opens up. It's a very simple version. Teal is on the, Teal is on the right or left, I'm on the right, and I can just scroll through. Yeah. So for cataloging and thinking, 
And you you just save all the information that's already there to your computer and you mm-hmm. have a local list. It's kind of useful, actually. Yeah. Like if you were presumably to get banned from Facebook, you might have access to old records mm-hmm. and, and things. Pictures and stuff like that. So don't have to worry much, as much about a dead account. I didn't find... Some people said that it could track... Like it tracks your messages, which makes sense. Some like people location? said that the application would track your phone calls and stuff like that, which I couldn't find. Like the audio over audio part. Well, you would see when the call was initiated. Yes, you could. And when it ended. And I got, that's another thing I got, which is really fucked up, actually. I got all the audio files that you send to people. Yeah. So when people send audio messages on the messenger, I'd get it. And I have a collection of message or audio messages. So I don't even think, I don't even remember if anybody's ever sent me one of those, but I, I have a few times find out quick. Yeah. So very yeah. neat, but nothing in it made me think I'm done. Like this is too freaky. It's all stuff that in my mind, when I signed up, I knew because most of it's public. And I mean, the messages aren't public. Yeah. But the pictures that I'm looking at, you can go find. Yes. So I'm not giving up that much personal information in that. I'm not downloading something to be like, shit, they knew that I poked so-and-so. Like, I didn't get that. I'm, sh- I'm sure they do. That would be that would be a freaking boring thing to read through. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 8th, Jesse poked this. April 15th, Jesse, just a wall of text of who you poked and who poked you. I'm sure their algorithms cut that stuff out when they're... You would think. Going yeah. for you, through your information. I mean, that seems kind of monotonous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, that was kind of neat. And as far as the belief systems go, I, I'm i trying to think of anything that would stir up any sort of conversation, and I, I really can't. I'm, uh, I do firmly believe that you die twice. I think that legacy building is very important, including dynasty building, none of which... I mean, as you said, it's all philosophical. That's a business thing, but... Well, kind of. Dynasty is family, too. You can build a family dynasty. Yeah. Well, there's politics that go into that. I don't know. I mean, it's harder, but if I were to make a billion dollars, that would set up, hopefully, a few generations, as long as they're not retards. Well, they're going to be, because they're going to have stupid amounts of money. No, they won't. I'm good. They'll, they'll, they'll see it around them, but they'll have to work for it. Yeah. We'll have to do it. In my will, it'll say... Kids. That there will be there will be an executor of the will that'll be a younger person, and they will be on the payroll, and every kid will only get $10,000 per year for I the rest of their natural-born life. That's still a decent amount of money. Well, if I was a billionaire. But $10,000 a year is nothing compared to a billion dollars. Yeah. So they would have to, they'd still have to be financially conscious and they'd have to be healthy because they'd be like, crap, if I die when I'm 60, all the rest of the money goes to charity. I got to live till I'm 90. That's like $300,000. An incentive to live by money. (laughs) So no, there's that. Um, 100%, if you... Okay, this is a hot-button issue that I have problems with at least visualizing. Okay. The gender thing. We haven't really talked about that. No. I get... So what part of it? 
the whole 72 different genders. That's going to the extreme, really. That's what they say. There's 72. I think. Don't quote me on that. Could you imagine if you had to be 100% politically correct and you were going to build a restaurant and you had to have 72 bathrooms? You would just have to have a general neutral bathroom at that point, but then that's... That's what they want. But they're not... Yeah, and that's fine. But then you're not really... You're, you're not acknowledging you're not acknowledging you're just neutralizing the genders do where do you fall on that do you think that it's male and female or do you think they're like biologically i think all human distinctions are arbitrary distinctions i think biologically it makes sense to have category of male and category female but then you have that. category intersex or something like that and that's a whole there's a ton of disorders that have that would fall into the intersex category. Uh, it, it's so much easier just to split things up into things you know, and since intersex is such an infrequent thing, you could almost ignore it for most for most people. Unless, of course, you are intersex or you are related to somebody who's intersex, and it somehow becomes relevant to your own life. As far as gender, what they're getting at is mostly the expressions of gender in this in 72 genders or whatever number it is today. It's very much what it is. It could be more. But I, I tend to pride facts over feelings. Now, it, it, again, it's always not always possible to establish facts, but I, I don't know. And I don't think it's even that important. Even if, even wow. if there are 72 genders that we can distinctly verify using the scientific method, I don't think it matters. Not really. It hasn't really mattered much till now. Well, that's that's just it. it, it you, if you, I think only it's a problem I have with some things. I think if you want to be recognized as, I keep seeing this video pop up on Facebook. I think it's a joke, but if you want to be recognized in every way except physical as a wolf, that's fine. That is your if you if you want to do that. I feel like it's fake, but I haven't done the research for it. Just don't let it affect other... I mean, wolves, theoretically... But the betterment... If people believe in some kind of betterment society, that does matter. You can't have people doing that. It's not going to It's not gonna fit an ideal plan unless you believe everybody should be well, wolfkin or something. Theoretically, they should just go live in the woods. Wouldn't work so well. No, it wouldn't. No. And it'd be one less person to worry <laughs> about. Not that I'm saying <laughs> he should die. Well, <laughs> that's not at all what i'm saying i'm just saying for something like that if you want to do it that's fine but it shouldn't if you're proud of what you are that's fine but that doesn't exempt you maybe it does if you identify as a wolf you shouldn't have to get a job nobody but, but nobody has to get a job that's true and if you're a wolf, you don't have to get a job, but you have to hunt for your food. Yeah. If you kill somebody, that's illegal. It but is. you identify as a wolf. So it's not illegal, but then we can poach you. We can shoot you. We people can People kill you. wolves who kill people. Yeah. It's a pretty standard procedure. Hmm. That's, a, that's actually a tough one. There's an old Vsauce episode about disappearing. And it, it goes through a bit of the process of if you just wanted oh, to disappear, yeah. lose all your forms of identification, just do whatever you want, independent society, you can do it. There's people who do it all the time. A lot of them end up, you know, just being homeless or whatever, but, but yeah, there's, there's nothing inherently wrong with doing that. I thought it was a really cool, I mean, Vsauce in general is a gold mine. Oh, yeah. God, really got me thinking when I was a, a teenager, I would say. 
No, he he has some good ones. Uh, he's also had the fortune of being a very very good interview person on Joe Rogan as well. He was on. I can't remember how long ago, but he had a good lengthy. Interview. Mike, you're talking about Vsauce Michael. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't seen him on Joe Rogan. But I have been, to he's watch been a that. While. Oh my god. Yeah. I that would be amazing. Yeah. Now keep because I guess if anybody doesn't know, there's three Vsauce channels. Uh, the second one is a lot of gaming-oriented stuff. Well, no, I guess the third one's more game-oriented. I don't know. It's it's a mix. Just watch them. You'll, you'll figure it oh, out. Oh, they're very good. Everything is very good. Michael, I mean, it's the start yeah. of Vsauce, essentially. And it, Jeez. Yeah. No, that brings me back to being in, I guess, early high school for his videos. I'm going to look up Vsauce. Joe Rogan. And I'm going to put that in the watch later. Yeah. Good show. Episode 528. Yeah, you missed it Ooh. by almost like 700. That's a lot back there. Yeah. And he was on there just once. I think just once. Just once. Got to... Hey, even Philip DeFranco was on. Yes, he Joe was. Rogan. I didn't see that one. I know, you kind of introduced me to him, and now I listen... Whenever it's hard to watch when there's like a thousand episodes. Well, he pumps out now hours upon hours upon hours a week. When I started watching him regularly, it was probably around episode 600. And at that point, when I was watching older episodes, they'd be sporadic. They'd just be random numbers here and there. And I guess I miss is a business. Like yeah. He, millions of views. But when you think about it, like watching Joe Rogan is a part-time job. It's a good one. And it's good for people who travel. Mm-hmm. You drive a lot. I wish I knew about him way in my earlier baby photo days. But no, very... I guess the gender thing, uh, Joe Rogan's very good. The gender or the gender thing, if you <laughs> want to do it, it's fine. He has lots of guests that are fun to talk about. Yes, he does. With. But, no, I... Not, not a terribly controversial opinion anyways. To not really I care about so. it. I, if you if you want to do it, that's fine. It's just, don't... It's, it's like the religious thing. Like, if you want to believe in X, that's fine. Don't try to convert me. I don't mind. No, I totally... I love trying to be converted. Well, it's fun. No, it, uh, to a degree like that, it's fun. But it could get annoying. Every time somebody comes to the door with a Bible in hand or a pamphlet or something... I'd never close it on that. I'd, every time I want to hear everything they have to say. And I always just go along with it like I'm entirely interested. I remember back when I was with another girlfriend, somebody came to the door and they're like, are you in a relationship? Whatever, young man or something like that. I'm like, yes, I am. And they're like, God can help you find the way in your relationship. And they're talking about the stuff. I'm like, that's amazing. Can I have one of your pamphlets, please? And she, she's like, what? Okay, here you go. And, and just, I started reading stuff off of it. And she was just lit up like, I've, I don't know. I guess she's probably never gotten nervous about this before. That's true. That would be a hard, hard job. It's, it's a, not a job. It's, it's just volunteering. Yeah, it is. But uh, it's like a, a virus that just self-replicates and spreads without much energy input we did that i did that once there were jehovah's witnesses in silsenberg um and they talked to me and justin actually and they and it was after my mom had died i was like 16 17 maybe maybe even 18 
And they were like, can we schedule a time to come back and actually sit down and talk? And both Justin and I agreed. And then when it came time to do it, we're like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we don't want them in our house. <laughs> so we just shut off the lights and they knocked. They came right on time. They were really? they were very punctual. Ah. Good for them. But we weren't home. Man, that'd be a good sit down. We should do that if they do that and have them come on the podcast. I thought about who in the world would be interested in talking about their beliefs like that. Because people who don't... One of the nice things about us is they could say yes... And not have to worry about too many people seeing it for now. We, we gotta, we have to do this now. We have to go to some one of these places that gets, you know, try to recruit people. And if they do the thing where they come and sit down in your home, let's schedule them Sunday night. You know, seven o'clock. I wonder if they they. Would you tell them? You'd have to tell them ahead of time. You'd yeah, a, you'd need a release form, and whatnot. Not, it's not a paid thing. Do you? When we did model release tools. forms are if they say I never agreed to be on it or I didn't even though that it's very obvious if you're sitting here yeah. you know you're being recorded there's there's two DSLRs with a, a, there's a 24 to 70 f2.8 which is huge mm -hmm. it's a kid lens and another GoPro with a ring light around it and two fluorescent light stands but I I, I feel like telling them that we do it in a respectful way because everything should be done in a respectful way, yeah. bring them in and say, we just want to talk. We actually want to know, but we want other people to know what it's Dude, about. Yeah. Why not? Why reach just two of us when you could reach five Ten. of us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, even at that point, it's very economic. It, it, it's, it's spreading faster. Maybe they'll start making YouTube videos. Maybe they'll pay us to do it for them. That I, I'd be, I have no moral conscious dilemma about that i i would i don't care what your religion is i will make you a promotional well that's, that's just it going to rome that was a purely religious thing and the entire time i was thinking okay born and raised catholic i have problems with that these guys are nuts yeah but if you, if you are a, a paycheck there's a paycheck if you are a satanist contact us we'll, we'll make a promo video of your satanist cult that would be cool yeah if you do exorcisms, contact us as well. Yeah, people love that shit. Yeah, they do. They would get a lot of views. Be the most viewed ever. We got to shoot it in the way that's like Vice esque, because they tend to cover that stuff too. I still too. say we should try to interview, even if we have to blur her out, a stripper or something. Yeah, there's so many possibilities. So many possibilities. I think we should probably wrap up. I'm for the tired. Night. Yeah, and I'm feeling like I need to go to bed. And I want to lean and end on a note of possibilities because I'll listen to this one I'm editing the podcast. Yeah, it's it's an exciting thing. Um, drones good. We didn't offend anybody, I don't think. Uh, oh, I hope we did. Well, not doing our jobs if we did. Um, flat Earth, all that stuff, and and a fun car ride. I may have to go buy a camera. Let's just we'll be respectful about it. She doesn't have a defense. That's the problem. It's going to be boring when you say, why do you believe it? And she says she just does. Like, you don't want to piss her off because that's going to be for an no, awkward ride. It, you inquire, like, when, when did you first hear about it? I, okay. I feel like you'd be okay with it. I feel like Tila will come on too strong. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, maybe when, I'm, when, when Tila's not around. Because... Tila and the last major girlfriend didn't get along after a certain point, and they both were too strong. 
<laughs> on that note. Yes. Have a good night. Next week, we're in Florida. Well, Nashville, actually, on a bar. On our way to Florida. Yeah, on our way. So, tune in. Have a good night. Oh, and the stuff below, because we said we were going to do that. So, here's where you can find us, myself, Instagram and whatnot, and Eric's Instagram right there. (laughs) So, there we go. Have a good night.